May God add his blessing to his word today. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. God's great gift to mankind, a mother. The greatest gift that God ever gave any of us on this earth is, this, is salvation through Jesus Christ. That goes without saying. But when you look at a mother and how God amazingly, wonderfully created her and how He created her to carry, to nurture, to develop the next generation. I mean, it's miraculous when you think about it. And here I am, I'm a man, not a woman. That's obvious, I hope. And, uh, and there are only two genders. Don't, don't let the world confuse you. Um, male and female, God created them and, um, at the very beginning. And it always has been that way and it will always be that way. But a woman is mysteriously made by God to do amazing things. And what I want to do today is I just want to unpack this beautiful thing. I've titled it, The Glory of the Womb. The Glory of the Womb. And here's the thing. Isn't it ironic what got leaked this week in our country? That the Supreme Court is probably going to rule shortly to overturn Roe versus Wade, which allowed um, abortion on demand to become law in the land. And all that means is that if it's overturned, it will be kicked back down to the states, just like some states have certain gun laws and other states don't. Some states have certain laws for driver's licenses and this and that. And in the same way, each state is going to declare what their position is on that. And here we are today talking about something that God has created, the womb. And I want you to see that today. First of all, I want you to see the, the glory of the womb. Number one, a mother's womb, as you can see on the screen, is God's creation incubator. An incubator is something that a, a newborn baby is put in sometimes, depending on the health of that child. And it's supposed to be a warm, special place for that newborn to be able to go from where they are to the next step in development in their life. And a mother's womb, according to Scripture, is God's special creation incubator. Look at verse 13. It says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. The word knit there means to weave together with many threads. I mean, just look at the beauty of this text here. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in 
my mother's womb. Now, because of my voice situation, I'm not going to go into more than what I would have. I'm not going to go into, into more of it than what I would have earlier. But I want you to see this. A mother's womb is, is where God does the creation. Just think about how beautiful that is. And that brings us to the second thing. A mother's womb is a sacred place. It's a sacred place that God has created. Verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. A mother's womb is a glorious sacred place a place of amazing life the third thing i want you to see is that a mother's womb should be a safe place that's the way god designed it verse 15 my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in the secret place it's a safe secret place that should be sacred and glorious when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. You know, I don't know if a woman feels this way or not, but I can tell you I've seen it over and over and over and over. When a woman is with child, there's a glow to her. There's a beauty to her that she may not be able to fully see. All she sees is her body changing before her very eyes, and she thinks she's fat, but she's not. She has a glorious creation that God has created within her, another human being, and God has chosen her to be the carrier, to be that sacred place. God has chosen within her body to create a sacred place for the propagation of, of the hum, human race. <clears throat> Excuse me. So a mother's womb is a sacred and a safe place. Number four, a mother's womb is a secure place. Verse 16, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to me. You know, it's amazing. Put your name in place of the pronoun here for where it says, for you created, and it put your name. You created whatever your name is. Corey, my inmost being. You knit Corey together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I, Corey, am fearfully and wonderfully made. That goes for each of us. And the mother's womb should be a secure place where the days of that child that has been planned out for God is already beginning, or planned out by God is already beginning. And the fifth thing, the last thing I want you to see, is that our mother's womb is a place of unbelievable life. Amazing life that takes place. Think about this. If you go to the National Right to Life website, 
There's a page you can go to. It says the diary of an unborn child. Day one, fertilization. All human chromosomes are present. Unique human life begins. Day six, the embryo begins implantation in the uterus. Day 22, the heart begins to beat with the child's own blood, often a different type than the mother's. Number uh, Week three, by the end of the third week, the child's backbone, spinal column, and nervous systems are forming. The liver, kidneys, and intestines begin to take shape. Week four, by the end of, the week, of week four, the child is 10,000 times larger than the fertilized egg. Week five, the eyes and the legs and the hands begin to develop. Week six, the brain waves are detectable. Mouth and lips are present. Fingernails are forming. Week, week seven, eyelids and toes form. Nose is distinct. The body is kicking and swimming. Week eight, every organ is in place. Bones begin to replace cartilage and fingerprints begin to form. By the eighth week, the baby can begin to hear. This is all happening in a beautiful place called a mother's womb. Week nine and ten, teeth begin to form. Fingernails develop. The baby can turn his head or her head and frown. The baby can hiccup. Weeks 10 and 11, baby can breathe amniotic fluid and urinate. Week 11, the baby can grasp uh, um, objects placed in its hand. All organ systems are functioning. The baby has a skeletal structure, nerves, and circulation. Week 12, the baby has all of the parts necessary to experience pain. Week 14, at this age, the heart pumps several quarts of blood. Uh, through the baby every day. Week 15, the baby has an, uh, an adult's taste buds. Month 4, bone marrow is now beginning to form. The heart is pumping 25 qu- quarts of blood a day. By the end of month 4, the baby will be 8 to 10 inches in length and will weigh up to half a pound. Week 17, the baby can have dreams and they can enter into REM sleep. Week 19, babies can routinely uh, be saved at 21 to 22 weeks after fertilization, and sometimes they can be saved even younger. At 20 weeks, the baby recognizes its mother's voice. At 20 weeks, the unborn child is capable of feeling pain. This is also the earliest at which partial birth abortion is performed. Months 5 and 6, the baby practices breathing By inhaling amniotic fluid into its developing lungs, the baby will grasp at the umbilical cord when it feels it. Most mothers feel an increase in movement, kicking, and hiccups from the baby. Oil and sweat glands are now functioning. The baby is now 12 inches long or more and weighs up to one and a half pounds. Months 7 through 9, eye teeth are present. The baby goes the baby 
opens and closes his eyes. The baby is using four of the five senses, vision, vision, hearing, taste, and touch. He or she knows the difference between waking and sleeping and can relate to the moods of the mother. The baby's skin begins to thicken and a layer of fat is produced and stored beneath the skin. Antibodies are built up and the baby's heart begins to pump 300 gallons of blood per day. Approximately one week before birth, the baby stops growing and drops usually head down into the pelvic cavity getting ready for birth. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? The glory of the womb that God has created. Moms, the greatest gift ever given is to be a mother. And Clara mentioned it earlier that this day is sometimes a very difficult day. It has its issues. And you heard it in the video there, some of the pain of those folks talking about, you know, what their mother went through. Some of you, it's very painful because you have not been able to become a mother yet. Others of you, your mother has gone on. And you don't have her here anymore. Some of you didn't have a very good mother. But that doesn't negate the fact that Mother's Day is a glorious day and one that should be celebrated because without the gift of mothers, duh, none of us would be here. <laughs> We're so grateful for you. I texted my siblings today along with my own mom and said, hey, let's get in a group text here today. <coughs> Let's write a few memories that we have of mom right now, this morning. And my brother texted a picture of a, something he's using in his sermon. And it was from a newsletter that I used to send out. And I don't know if I wrote it here or at my previous church in Georgia, which would be a long time ago. But... He was reading it to his church today. I don't even remember writing this. But apparently I wrote it, mailed it out to our church families. And it says this. It's about my mom. It says, Happy Mother's Day. I want to use this opportunity for a moment of personal privilege and tell my mother how appreciative I am for all that she has done for me, my brother and my two sisters. I will never forget all the unselfish things you did for us. I will always remember going to Sears each year before school started to shop for new clothes. Even though we did not appreciate it then, we no doubt were the best-dressed kids in school. All that you had to put up with is mind-boggling to me. Like the time that Jamie, which is my brother, nearly burnt the house down, which he nearly did. The time that I wrecked your brand new Oldsmobile station wagon when I was 15 years old and had a driver's license. The several times that Jamie wrecked your station wagon after I did it. 
even twice in one day, sideswiping a car, then being so upset, running right into the house when he got home. Lori, who is my sister, the oldest girl, Lori's constant tattling. And Janie, the youngest, well, I can't think of anything that she ever did wrong. From the many broken bones, busted heads, cut feet, asthma attacks, and stitches. And by the way, Mom, you should have done well to buy stock in suture companies. You always went beyond what most mothers have done. You supported each of us faithfully in our sporting, educational, and career endeavors. You taught us moral values, compassionate caring, and how to stand for what is right. However, the greatest thing that you did was to give your heart and life to Jesus Christ. By trusting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we are assured of being with you forever. So, thanks for just being mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. That's my letter to Mom years ago that I don't even remember writing. Mother's Day has always been special in our house, in our church. I knew something was up this week when I got a call from one of my daughters. And she said, Dad, I need to make sure that you and Mom are at the grandbabies' games on Saturday, which we try to go to most Saturdays. And she said, but you need to be there at the 11 o'clock one. When you get there, you'll understand. And mom will understand. And I thought, something's up. So it was my job from Wednesday until Saturday to keep my mouth shut. It's hard to do. Yes, I can attest to that. You are. Zip it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my son comes in on Thursday, and we have a daughter that lives in Georgia, her and her husband. And she said, Dad, so what's the plans for when Marcy and Kenny come this weekend? He spilled the beans. I said, I knew something was up. I said, don't say anything. I'm not even supposed to know, but it's for your mom. So we both woke up yesterday like this, feeling awful. Penny's like, why are we going? And I'm like, because, baby, I'm starting my vacation next week, and it's be the last time I'm going to be able to see the girls play this year, and I want to be there for them. She had no clue, and when we walked around the dugout, there pops our youngest child, Marcy, and she says, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. And her and her mother embrace, and I know y'all don't believe this, but Penny does cry. (laughs) And she cried and wept as they embraced and hugged. And I'm standing there, and I'm choking up. And then I see my son-in-law standing over there. I'm like, 
good job, found out it was his idea to do this. And I'm like, I like him even more. <laughs> and then we proceeded to spend the next, I don't know, felt like 24 hours, but the next seven or eight hours watching the most boring softball game. We love our little grandbabies. But we sat there like champs. And then we all went to supper. And as I was sitting there just watching because I'm not able to speak, I just took it all in. And I said, you know, they may not recognize this, but today is a day that we'll remember the rest of our lives. Today was a day that my wife, my children's mom, had all of her children and grandbabies with her all day long. We didn't get a call to go and do something for church. We didn't have to leave early to go do something for anybody else. We were just able to just be there and watch boring softball, but anyhow. <laughs> and be with our kids. And I told my daughter today, and I know my wife feels the same way. We'll never forget yesterday. It meant so much just to be together. To have those moments in time. Because... Life's going by quick, y'all. And you only have so much time. I told my mother this week, I sent her some flowers. She sent me a reply back about how what an awesome son I am. <laughs> I haven't always sent her flowers on Mother's Day, but I did. And I said, Mom, Lord willing, if God gives us another year together, I'm going to be with you next Mother's Day. Somebody else will preach at Jonesville, but I'll be with you. Because we don't know how many we're going to have. How many more? Mothers are amazing. They're a gift from God. And moms, that place that mysterious place that God's given you inside of you to be able to nurture and develop and carry your child is a sacred, safe, beautiful place that God has given you. And we as Christians... You know, you say, well, what about pastor? Shouldn't women have a choice? Yeah, they should have a choice. When you make the choice to do what you do that creates a child, then there is a responsibility that comes with that. Both for fathers and for mothers. 
I saw someone say the other day, well, all of you people who are pro-life, you should make it mandatory that the father should be a part of the children's lives. And Yeah, of course we believe that. But you have a great gift. It's the gift that God has given you. And I want to say this. The greatest gift in all the world outside of Jesus Christ is the gift of motherhood to be a mom. I had a young mother tell me this the other day. She said, Dad, so now you know who it is. This is the greatest thing in life. This is all I've ever wanted to be. It's to be a mom. To be a mom. I'm who I am today because I had a mom who was grateful to be a mother. And she poured that into us. I'm sorry for whispering, but it's all I got. Would you stand with me, everybody? So here's what we're going to do this morning. If you are fortunate enough to have your mom present with you today, I'm going to be bold. And I'm going to ask you in just a moment during this time of invitation that you would grab her and say, Mama, let's go down to that altar. I want to pray for you. And I want to pour God's blessings upon you and ask God to continue to bless you and thank God for who you are. If your mom's not here today or she's gone on, maybe you want to get together with the Lord and say, God, help me to be the best mom I can be. Or if you're male, and you, you can say, Lord, thank you for my mom, and pray for her. Or if you're in my shoes, my mother is in Louisiana. And though I can't give her a hug and can't kiss her today, I can pray for her, and I can thank God for her. Let God lead you today, and honor your mom. Team, would you lead us? You come now.